trailer. I want to see what, what he looks like. Dude, you'll see what he looks like in the trailer. I see it in the trailer. There oh. is a new trailer that has him. He looks Who? very like Gamera. Which one? That's not even the thing. What is that? Uh, I'm, I'm trying to look for the uh, picture of Godzilla. Oh, Singular Point? Yeah, the Netflix one. show? Yeah, that's him. Yeah. He does not look like Gamera. Yeah, he, he kind of does. He Only looks... with the tusks. He looks very Gamera. Yeah. Uh, so... Wait, wait, are you? No, come on. Sound check. No, you. Uh. Yeah, man. Oh, shit. Sound oh, wait, I don't even, you don't check. Need that. This is uh, sound check. This is sound check. Forty okay. seconds in. Are you sure this is sound check? This is totally sound check. This is very sound check. Sound checker. First rule about sound check: you don't talk about sound check. Ooh. <laughs> Second rule about sound check: you don't talk about sound check. Ooh. AJ, you got something to say about that? Or are you gonna sound check? Huh? Hmm. Are you gonna sound check? Are you going to sound check? What I'm going to say Are- about sound check is that Onaga rules supreme. Onaga? What the freak is that? The I'm first Twilight. ruler of Outworld. No, Naga Ooh. is better. The reg- the Naga from Twilight Forest. I'm not talking. No. Onaga. And Naga sounds better. No, it doesn't. Yes, it is. Onaga means great dragon. And Naga is a dragon. Already. Yeah, so a great dragon is better than just a dragon. Puny. No, but this isn't just a dragon. This is a snake dragon, which yeah, is better than cares? a great dragon. No, it's not. A no, it's great not. Dragon. Great oh, dragon so great. is better. This dragon is so great, but this one is a snake, which is better. That's BS. It's not BS. The yes, Naga that from is Twilight BS. Forest is awesome. Yeah, and he'll get one shot by only. Naga. only okay, for those of you who don't know idea, you're not an OG of Minecraft. I'm sorry. Bye. Bye. <laughs> Well, technically, it's not even just Minecraft. Okay, sound check. And after that super awesome two-minute sound check... (laughs) Hello, everybody, and welcome to the Cross Gen Podcast. I am Walt, and I, my boys, introduce yourselves. This is Revan and AJ. Oh, come on, <laughs> now you're just now you're just making it hard on me. Now I gotta come up with a nickname. Come on, you can do it. Think Mortal Kombat lore, because that's what we're talking about. Oh, come on! I don't know anything about Mortal Kombat. Revenant Eli. Noob Cybot Eli. Noob or Eli. Noob Eli Bot. <laughs> no? Quan Eli? Quan Eli. Shang. No, Eli Soon. Uh, Black Eli. Dragon Eli. Eli Kang? Kabili. No. Oh, oh. Yes. Oh, God. Ray Kung, Ray Eli. Kung Eli. Uh, Sonya. Boy Rai no, no. Eli. Eli Blade. Eli, Eli Blade. Blade. There you go. All yeah, right. It's not, it's not the best, but it works. All right. Eli Blade. There you go. So, people, um, welcome back. How are you guys doing? Uh, today, obviously, we're going to be talking about. Yes. We're going to be talking about that, but we're not talking about solely the 2021 movie. 
we're going to compare the 2021 movie to the original 1995 Mortal Kombat. And not only that, because here at CrossGen, we go crazy. We are going to compare both of those things to the actual lore that's found in video games about Mortal Kombat. Yeah. How you like me now, people? (laughs) So anyway, before we start, I just want to invite everyone who listens to the podcast, and I hope that's you that's listening right now, because I know you believe that this podcast is awesome, to please tell all your friends and go ahead and rate, review, and subscribe to the CrossGen podcast. And that way, also... I would invite you to send us an email at thecrossgenpodcast at gmail.com. Let us know your comments. Let us know any thoughts that you have. And we might include you on the show. So just remember to leave your name and general geographic location so that when we do reference your email, we know exactly who we're um, putting over. So that being said, let's get started. Let's right get started so um no it's it's in if we're doing this mortal combat style we've got to say fight yes no test your might oh, test, test your might, your might. Oh, no no that doesn't no, no fight, fight is a better oh my god we okay can't so here we go out. ladies and gentlemen fight Oh yeah, and we should have finish him as the like the the that ending. Would be the end. Yeah, yeah, right. You just gave away the end. But what would be fatality? We need to have fatality a fatality is the end of the podcast. Well, see, we never have a proper ending because as soon as we end it, you guys argue. And that's why I'm so, working on it now. So now what we'll do is we'll end the podcast proper with finish him and then when you guys start arguing, fatality. <laughs> Flawless victory. How does that make sense, though? I have no idea. Let's get started, though. Let's talk about the 2020. Oh, should we? Yeah, I think we should start with yeah, the 2021 2020. because that's the thing that's on everybody's minds and 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 whatnot. Um, HBO Max just released on April 23rd their newest incarnation of Mortal Kombat. Um, it stars Joel Talzim Tal- as uh, Sub Zero. Yeah. We also have Ludi Lu as Lu Kang, and we have a, a bunch of other guys. Uh, Louis Tan, who plays the, well, in my opinion, the forgettable Cole Yang. Cole oh, Young. Cole Young, yeah. Um, and so let's talk about that movie in general. Let's see what you guys, what did you guys think about that movie? First of all, I want to start with this. I know they wanted to try something different with Cole Young, but... I think the way they went about constructing his character is problematic because of this one main thing. Scorp- the whole driving force behind Scorpion is that he is solely driven by revenge to avenge his family which was and his clan, who was completely, and not, not one survivor, completely wiped out by Sub-Zero and the Lin Kuei. I think making Cole Young a part of that origin story is a mistake because now we're getting a very, I mean, if you want to tell a different story, I I get it. It's their property. You know, they want to try something new. Maybe Scorpion isn't a de facto villain at first, but now, now he's, he's a lot, he's, 
from the jump, he is now a very anti-hero type character. He's not starting out bad and then becoming good. I I, I kind of have a problem with that because I kind of want my <laughs> my ruthless evil scorpion. Yeah, you know it really didn't fit his character to just well. We're talking about this version of Scorpion, so I guess you could say it did fit his character. But like, in in you, if you compare this to like the comics and the games, that's not really how Scorpion works. And I feel that it just wasn't done right with Cole Young too. And I feel that you know the fact that he was leading everybody. There's a specific scene that I really want to mention uh, of. Raiden and Sonya and Jax and the whole the whole nine, right? They're all in this weird voidy thing, right? I think it was because they needed to escape and they were in yeah. like a, in it was the one place thing. Shang Tsung couldn't get to them. Yeah, right. And Cole Young just started leading everybody. Like they were all just dumbfounded. They had no idea what to do. They were sitting with like uh 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 and he was just like, Oh, I have an idea. Let's just go out and we have this super, I have this super duper cool I, uh, plan. And Raiden's just like, oh, yeah, that's a great idea. And I feel that him coming up with all the great ideas, it, it just seems a little bit weird because Raiden should be the wiser one and he should be. I feel that that was a little bit out of place. Here's, here's the thing. I get what you're saying, but... It was stated a couple times in the movie. Uh, Raiden isn't supposed to be very directly involved with his uh, with his fighters, even though he did take the time to transport them to like this weird realm between realms that kind of breaks Boy. it. Yeah, but um, I mean, th- there's also something else to it. These fighters are gonna have to fend for themselves if he does everything for them then they're gonna rely on him and then when they get to the tournament where he can't even really help them they're gonna be practically helpless so they kind of have to and since cole young is right now the main character he kind of needed to come into his own and i'm just i'm sorry i hijacked it but uh here's the other thing Sonya and Jax, Jax mainly because he was like a, a major, right? Why wasn't he doing mo- some of the planning too? Because I would figure that he would be the one to understand how to tactics. Tactics. He's he's a taxi. Tactics. He's, he's in the military, and he had like a freaking boxer telling him what to do, and it's just so insane, really. Let me let me ask you this question: How do you feel about Mortal Kombat talking about a tournament? but the movie not actually showing the tournament at all. What are your thoughts on that? Okay. I think you can do it. I think the way they went about it in this movie was the wrong way to do it. Because what they ended up doing was they basically gave you more or less half the cast of one of the games and chopped off like a quarter to a half of those characters, one of which should not have died that early, and that's Prince Goro. There's also another one, which is Kung Lao. No, I disagree. But okay, we we have to get into that some point or another. Go we, for it. Do it now. Do it now. Do it now. Do it now. Okay. I felt that yes, because your point was uh, we talked about this earlier. I think a couple of times, right? Yeah. 
is that he can become a revenant, and that's how you get NetherRealm to build their their roster of fighters. So before you continue, for the people who are not well versed in Mortal Kombat, please explain what a revenant is. Uh, I will do that gladly. So before I even get into that, uh, let me just because there there's there's something important that I want to establish. The Mortal Kombat tournament is not only a Generally, it's been relegated to Outworld and Earthrealm, but it's a tournament between all the realms. And there are six realms tor- total, oh, not six. total. Oh, really? I know of the three. Yeah. So I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to bring it up here. Just give me one second. So you have Earthrealm, right? Then that's yeah. obviously Earth. Netherrealm. You have Outworld, Outworld too. right? Okay. Which is where Shang Tsung and... Um, Shao Kahn. Shao Kahn, they kind of rule that land, right? Netherrealm. Then you have Netherrealm, which is basically kind of their version of hell. It I is guess. hell, right? Yeah. And Chaos Realm. And Chaos, Chaos Realm, Realm okay. is another one. That's okay. one that you generally haven't seen a lot of. Okay. So it's underrepresented. That about? Uh, for the most part, Chaos Realm is, well, it's in the name. It's, Chaos. Yeah. Isn't that the one in like Chaotic. A- you know how they have those maps in Mortal Kombat X and you could like switch it to the red version? That's Chaos Realm? No. Chaos Realm is a different place altogether. Oh, okay. Chaos Realm, uh, I'm going to cite Mortal Kombat Wiki for this. Chaos Realm is a world where chaos is practiced by its inhabitants as a religion. Oh, really? Okay, that's interesting. They have no government. And basically, they hold absolute yeah. freedom in the highest possible w- way imaginable. So basically, the United States. Yeah, basically. <laughs> United States on steroids. Yes. Yeah. And not a great yeah. way right now. Well, anyway, let's continue. <laughs> yeah. um, so that's Chaos Realm, right? And then there are two more that we haven't mentioned. Technically, one of them is part of Outworld now, what? because it was because remember, Outworld conquers other realms. Oh, yeah. uh, okay. And this realm is Edenia, which is where uh, Queen Sindel and Kitana come from. Is that where Rain came from too? I think so. Yes. Oh, Rain! Interesting. Yo, Rain. They're from the realm of Edenia, which is now because of Shao Kahn part of Outworld. Okay. So technically it's one, so you won't really count it. The other one, which isn't going to, there's no point, is Order Realm, which I would imagine is like heaven, Mm. where the elder gods reside. So it's anti-netherworld. Yes. Netherrealm, I'm sorry. Well, it's anti- Or anti-chaos realm also. So it's kind of like an anti for both of them. And other world and now are those represented in the games that much, or is is there kind of like an afterthought in the games? Uh, never mind what I actually just said. I mean, I I had to check myself there because I don't know much about Order Realm. Order Realm is actually the polar opposite of Chaos Realm. Okay, that makes sense. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. So where they practice the religion of chaos, they practice the religion of order. Okay. That totally makes sense. Yeah. So again, are these represented in the games? Like, 
the, the only one I haven't seen represented in the games is Order Realm. Which makes but sense. But you have seen representatives of Chaos Realm in the past. Okay. So how does this relate back to Quan Chi and the whole Revenant thing? Because yeah. So what the... Revenants are, they're they're uh, Quan Chi. Uh, well, this is generally a practice of Quan Chi. When, because Netherrealm doesn't have like sure they have their demons and they have Malak, who's another who's a fighter. I think he was in one of the games, but I don't know. he wasn't like a center stage character they don't have a very full roster aside from having an elder god up their sleeve so you have scorpion but then that's just two people and of course you said Malik, but like i said not a center stage character so what do you do quan chi goes uh, historically he goes and makes a deal with raiden because in mortal kombat 9 i believe Half of the guys end up dying. Oh, gosh. And so Raiden goes and tries to make a deal with Quan Chi, but then he reneges on that deal because he made a deal with Shao Kahn. Okay. And so basically, he got himself a full roster of uh, of fighters to work with. And basically what, I, what Revenants are, are they're undead. They're just zombies. They're not zombies. They're... They're kind of like they're almost resurrected, but not quite. They're 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 slaves to Quan Chi's will, more or less. Uh. But then it gets to a point where eventually they break off. But that's that's later down the line. Okay, so that's what revenants are, right? So the the big case here is that Mortal Kombat 2021 kills off almost half the roster that they show in the first place. And I guess Eli's big problem with that is that they killed them off way too early. What's the point if we are just going to be bringing them back as revenants? There is no real, um, I guess, consequences to dying in the Mortal Kombat movie. Yeah, because you could just be brought back as a revenant. And I feel that that's totally so weird because I, I feel that revenants and all that stuff is sort of like an if i'm gonna compare this to marvel of okay course. but it's sort of like an age of ultron event it's in the middle it's right smacked middle and then you have the end which would probably be with shinnok right and i feel that if if they have four movies right four movies it's supposedly um joe talzim the star of of the movie one of the stars of the movies who plays sub-zero he recently mentioned in an interview that he signed off for he signed on for an additional four movies. So, oh, so that means that there should be a total of five movies if Warner Brothers wants to continue moving forward with the franchise. Yeah. So I feel that killing them off way too early like this is just it's not it doesn't make any sense because it's just way too early, honestly, and. I feel that the second movie is where you should really be setting up that Revenant thing. And you have four more movies, so you have two extra movies. Three after. more movies. Well, the next movie is two. There are three left. After that. Wait, so there's this six is movies the first movie. No, no, no. If they do this the is next the first movie, movie, then there's three after that. 
Yeah, but yeah. I no, like the next two movies. Oh, the next two movies. Because the, the next one after this shouldn't be about Revenant. It should be setting up Revenant. And then the one after that should be about Revenant. And then the ones after that should be about the rest of the storyline. And I feel that that makes... And I know you're the you're the official uh, more MK expert, but I feel like, yes, while Revenants are cool and while it is building up their roster, it's being rushed. And I feel that a roster like that, something as big as that, should not be rushed. So, uh, that being said, what do you guys think of the movie itself? Um, me personally, and I mentioned this on our other podcast, I thought that first seven minutes was spectacular. I thought it was yes. a great way to start the movie. And I understand why Warner Brothers chose to release those seven minutes before the movie came out. Because it's a good way to hook people into the story. The problem that I have is that they never went back and lived up to that promise in the rest of the movie because I thought that the plot was all over the place. The movie sucks. And which which is disappointing, right? Because there is a a plethora of lore that they could have grabbed from yeah. with regards to Mortal Kombat. And instead, they chose to kind of abandon that altogether and give us a character that we really didn't ask for and needed in Cole Young. I happen to like the actor that plays him, yeah. Louis Tan. But I, I think that they shoehorned that character for no reason whatsoever. And if you had taken him out, then maybe you could have had more time to flesh out the story. And you know, and, and so that's why I say it's a little weird for me, the movie. Um, and, and so I wasn't too... Um, satisfied with it, even though the choreography was great, yeah. even though the fights were great, even though the gore was great, and it was a good, you know, um, callback to the Mortal Kombat games. But as a movie in whole, in total, not the greatest for me. What do you guys think? I felt that this movie entirely was like basically like Russian stuff, and I especially you especially see that with characters such as Sonya Blade. Jax Briggs and Cole Young and I just really got to make this point and I know uh Walt wouldn't Walt agrees with me here right um Cole Young has one of the worst costumes right <laughs> okay um I think that I mean uh it's not the horrible costume oh. I, I'm not disgusting I, I don't know like um looks like you got it from ikea <laughs> here here's the thing i i know what they were going for like and we again mentioned this on our other podcast it looked like he had some black panther suit style uh uh it, it was styled after it it looked, yeah. it looked like it had the absorption uh ability and then you could release it in like this one huge blast type thing but I think even with that, it's kind of an original. <laughs> um, a, a lot about, I hate to say it, a lot about Cole Young's character kind of fell flat. Really? Like, I, I get that, you know, family man, cool. Uh, still figuring his way out through this insane universe, cool. But just the way that... Uh, it, it, it doesn't sit right with me as much as I'm trying to like embrace the character because I, I'm not going to lie. I kind of like him. I like his background. 
But just, oh, well, I like parts of his background. I, again, don't agree that they should have made him one of, um, uh, what's his name? One of Scorpion's descendants. <sighs> but, yeah, going back to the costume, it, I, uh, no, I, I have to agree. It's, it's not the greatest. <laughs> I really, I, I really want to relate this to a conversation we had, I think it was yesterday. It wasn't okay. that long ago. With originality. And I know you're he's rolling his eyes right now because he knows that it's gonna be it's this is gonna be a little bit longer, but I'm gonna try and make this short, right? I feel that nowadays originality is something that isn't really there. You can disagree with me and you you have your right to your own opinion about that, and I know that's a little bit controversial. And I don't wanna take away from any of the movie directors or any writers. Uh, work because honestly their work is still good and that doesn't take away from what they've done with the movies because what they've done with the movies are good but originality seems to be something that isn't showing up and now I start to realize that when people try to do originality nowadays because way back then you could do originality and it could be pulled off good I feel like originality isn't something isn't necessarily something that's easy to do nowadays. Yeah, so the point I want to bring up, you're talking about originality. Guess what? Cole Young is originality. Yes, I Look know. how well that turned out. But you want to know why? I feel that originality is rushed, and that's why. That's I. That, I think, is the main problem. If you don't rush originality, it'll be originality at its finest. Right? Right? Uh, Again, here's the thing. Here's the problem, though. The catch-22 with that is if you're working on an established franchise, if you change it way too much, and again, with originality, you want to find that sweet spot, but it's like you said, it's very hard to do. But I, I don't... So when you go ahead and start changing things... And you overstep your changing boundaries, that's only going to create more problems than you already set out, than you already had to begin with. I don't think, you know, I, I, I'm going to go back to what I said. I don't think, I do think that it's sort of hard to do, but I don't think it's that really that hard to do. I think that it's, it's a matter of being rushed. That's it. It's just when you're doing a remake, you need to have space for all the characters. And I feel that. If you were to make your own character, you would need to get into that their character's development, which is that's the reason why they didn't really pull off Cole Young as well as I mean we didn't even really need him to to begin with, but uh yeah it's the writers it's the writers' story they have the right to do what they want. You know what I think would have been cool? What I think what would have been cool there's a character. In one of the older Mortal Kombat games, he was especially in Mortal Kombat 9, actually. There's a character called Striker, and he's oh, a cop. Oh, Striker. Wait, wait. He wears a police cap. He has a blue shirt that basically says police, more or less. He's a he's a cop. I don't remember. I don't remember. Me neither. But it's okay. Okay, my point here being, if you wanted to do an introduction, I think it would have been cool from his standpoint because... Hey, that could very easily be Stryker. He's a normal guy. 
He's a he's a police officer. Hey, and then you it. have yeah. all this weird crap going on, and then you could have someone like Sonya Blade come in and be like, "Military is going to take over this now. We got this." And then he could be the type to go, "Oh, well, I can't just drop this. I have to push this a little forward. I gotta yeah, keep pushing this." Isn't it like Striker like a side character in the original story? Because I, rem- I okay, remember his character right? as opposed to bringing up someone out of nowhere. I would have preferred uh, originality. Because he's he's a side piece in the original. Okay, original you got story. Cole Young. And I would have much preferred that over Striker because I feel that if you start making a side piece a main character, then that's when things get even more weird. Well, I think you could have used Striker in, in kind of the sense that um, AJ was talking about, that he's kind of like the outsider looking at this tournament, but not an integral piece of it. So he's he's more kind of like the outsider looking in. Mm. And, and seeing what's going on and kind of informing the audience of of how this works as opposed to being an integral part of it, the actual tournament itself. I don't know. Exactly. So a, a very easy, a very easy way to do this. If you wanted to continue with we're not going to do the tournament type just yet. He could be the one investigating all these wacky murders. I don't know. I don't know. I, okay, here's the thing about that. Cole Young, yes, he isn't needed, but I felt that he just he could have been a great character. He could have been a great character, and I feel that we we just had this conversation right with originality. He originality is rushed in remakes, and I think that's the main problem nowadays. It's just it's not that originality is hard to do. Well, it is in some sense, but it's just rushed, and Cole Young was rushed. If you did his character without rushing it, it would have been perfect. I, I just think, um, and just to put a final point on Cole Young, I think uh, he was completely unnecessary because of the fact that there are a hu- there is a huge roster of Mortal Kombat characters that you could have picked from instead exactly. of creating a brand new one for the franchise. Exactly. Nah. So let, let's talk about before, because I want to get into the original movie, but before we do, I wanted to talk about what you thought of the characterization, characterizations of some of the main characters. Uh-huh. Guys like Scorpion, guys like um, Sub-Zero, guys like Goro, Shansung. Uh-huh. What did you guys uh-huh. think of them and how this movie treated those characters? I think we all know which one's going to well, I've already said my piece about Scorpion. Uh, I just, I don't, I, I don't totally agree with the direction they're taking him. But I guess I just have to see how it pans out. Because I mean, it could be that. But then, why make him a main character? Like, <laughs> it's weird how you do that. It's like the only way I can see him going bad is if Cole Young dies, but you shouldn't. If you put Cole Young at the very center, you can't just make him like that thing that sends Scorpion off the edge. Because in that sense, then Scorpion should have been the main character. Yeah, exactly. But, okay, that that's Scorpion. Well, what do you think about Sub-Zero? Sub-Zero. Oh, well, Sub-Zero actually was well portrayed in this movie. I felt that there wasn't I I felt that there wasn't really anything wrong to his character being portrayed. It was I wouldn't say it was an A plus because I don't know much about Scorpion Sub Zero, but 
that whole rivalry with Scorpion, and I felt that uh, Bihan was, and his actor really, really showed that rivalry there. Um, but let's. That's uh, that's all for Sub Zero, basically. I also like the way that Sub Zero implied that. Ooh, excuse me. When they were fighting at the end, and he was killing him, Sub Zero implied that Scorpion was responsible for doing something to the Lin Kuei a little ways back as well, because at the very end, he I don't I don't remember exactly what the comment is. But it's clear that he's run into Hanzo Hasashi before. He makes that much clear. And then at the very end, he gives a particularly weighty for the Lin Kuei. Well, I don't think... Okay, here's the thing. I don't think that's necessarily because Hanzo Hasashi did something to the, to the Lin Kuei. I just think that it's him... Uh, it's him making his death. I I don't know how to explain it. It's him making his death in honor of the Lin Kuei and to keep it and to keep it living on. And I feel that it wasn't really Hanzo Hasashi doing anything to the Lin Kuei. I felt it was just you know live forever. Uh, live. I mean, mm. continue on Lin Kuei and something like that. I have to show you the scene again I because know, I, I think even speaking to that, the need to continue it implies that something happened to the Lin Kuei. So I, I just want to ask Walt, uh, basically what he said was like how how the Lin Kuei, right? He said for the Lin Kuei stuff. Uh, yes, at the very end. Right? Oh, but I don't was... think that was because... Yeah, he, but, oh. you, you explain, you explain. Because I don't remember the exact quote, but as uh, Sub-Zero is killing him, he makes this one-off statement. Like... They've clearly met before. Oh, absolutely, I think I think that mo- that was established in the movie, and so and so my thing, and I think we talked about this right, is that do you? I think the movie would have been better served if you started out with that story. I think I think it, you're kind of doing like a. You're you're putting the cart before the horse, and I think it would have been better served to say, you know what, this is Sub Zero. This is Scorpion. They have a clear rivalry because you saw it in those first seven minutes, and it's kind of like, you know, hinted at throughout the movie. I think it, Mortal Kombat would have benefited by starting with that point and Wait. then building on it all after that and then introducing the concept of the Mortal Kombat tournament through that vein. Wait, so do you, what do you think about like the Lin Kuei thing? Do you think that? From what he meant for for the Lin Kuei, right? That was the quote, I believe. Mm-hmm. Right? Do you think that he meant that Hanzo Sasashi did something to the Lin Kuei beforehand? Yeah, I, well, I think not. Maybe not necessarily Hanzo's in the specific. Yeah, I think. But his clan probably has a huge beef with Sub Zero's clan, and you know, it, it, Sub Zero is taken it personally, where it's like, okay, Hanzo, you're part of the Shirayu. Shirai Ryu. Shirai Ryu, sorry. Um, And so, you know, it's kind of like the thing where it's like, you know what, you're part of that clan. You are my natural sworn enemy, you know, and I'm going to do whatever it takes to destroy the other side. And and maybe, you know, like I said, but we don't know because they never fleshed that out in the movie. I mean, the way I saw it is that he was like sort of making his death in honor of the Lin Kuei so that he could like, I guess, 
for it to live forever and stuff like that his clan to continue on yes exactly but when yeah. you deliver it like that that implies that <laughs> there's but of course there's beef but i don't think that was meant to say like there was beef and stuff that's the way i see it but anyway 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 i gotta show you guys the scene again I, I saw the scene no but i'm talking about the specific line i'm yeah, referring I, to. yeah i saw the scene i literally just recently watched it not too long ago well, I know that. Oh, whatever. No, like today. What, forget it. Forget it. Let's get into Goro. Yes, Goro is a big point of contention for the crew here, especially in light of the storyline within the video games, but also the 1995 movie itself, if you're going to compare it to, which yeah. we will in a second, because I really want to get into that movie. Um, what did you guys think of Goro's depiction in the 2021 version? He sucks. It was trash. Okay. <laughs> like, he was killed that's off. A good way of putting it, you know. <laughs> he was killed off way too early, right? Oh, most definitely. That's he, the one death I do not agree with. Yeah, he he was kind of like a almost a throwaway character if you think yeah. about it, right? But he's not. They he shouldn't. I be. know, and that's that's the thing that's problematic because he he embodies a more important a much more important role in the Mortal Kombat universe than what was depicted in the 2021 version, right? Yeah. Uh, just even barring the lore itself, when you played the original Mortal Kombat games, if I remember correctly, Goro is the mini-boss right before you fight the main boss, which is Shang Tsung. It's supposed to be a really, really, really difficult battle. Mm-hmm. And I, even even Gabe mentioned it just not too long ago. He was podcasts. one or he is one of the toughest fighters from the arcade game. To see him relegated to just being like this dumb hulking stooge when he is anything but it, it baffles it boggles my mind, and he. He didn't, he didn't even say anything. <laughs> he, Goro can string sentences. He's not like the Hulk where he can be, where he just says like Hulk smash. He he's a prince for God's sake. He runs the subterranean subterranean kingdom of Shokan. They're not idiots. Yeah, and he and you know what's even weirder. He didn't even have any cool like trademark uh, attacks or anything. He was just running the, around and crashing into buildings and stuff. Well, the reason why is because he was fighting Cole Young. I guarantee you, if he was fighting anyone else, you would have yeah. definitely seen a fatality. But you can't fatality the main character. And I, I want to relate this back to the original because the original we really saw some. We really saw some crazy attacks from Goro. I mean, for God's sakes, we had a scene where he was just, all he was doing was just throwing people around. You just saw like a thousand people and it was for like a minute straight, right? And I, I felt that that wasn't what we were, that wasn't what we got. And I thought that that <laughs> wasn't all. what we were. It wasn't, it wasn't, it was what we were expecting. And we got so disappointed in that. So, right? Let's let's that's a perfect segue into the 1995 yeah. movie movie adaptation. 
And so I know we haven't gotten to Shang Tsung, but I think we can we can kind of wrap that in with the 95 version. Let's talk about that version because that version we saw it right after again for the again, we yeah. rewatched it. Um, right after we saw it, the 2021 version, we literally took a day to digest 2021. And then they said, you know what, for the purposes of this podcast and just for our own, you know, yeah. fun, let's rewatch the old one. Right. The old one got a lot of crap for, for what it was. And yeah, you're right. And I don't know. If it's because we watched 2021 before we watched the 1995, yeah. but I have a different perspective on that original adaptation. Yeah, right. It's because weird. as convoluted as the plot was for 2021, I found, and maybe it's just me, but I found that the 1995 did a really, really good job of putting those plot elements in a cohesive and thoughtful way, you know, as thoughtful as you can make a mo modern <laughs> combat plot, right? But at least the plot made sense in, in the vein of what they were trying to do. Now, granted, 1995, and Eli, you can talk about this, yeah. the special effects, special effects were, were not the greatest. It doesn't live up well to our times now yeah. and the choreography um again not as good as as we get now but of course you know actors nowadays and not to diminish the acting back then but actors nowadays really you know have a commitment to try and you know showcase some of their talents and one of the things that the 2021 did which i've I appreciated was that a lot of the actors learned martial arts if they didn't know it already for the movie. Like for example, Melina, she had five, five months of intensive Damn. training. The, the, the actress that played Melina in the 2021 version, five months, five months of really intense training to prepare for her fighting choreography in the movie. That's not something that back in 1995 they did a lot. Yeah. You know, if you knew martial arts, great. If you didn't, we'll find a way to make you look good on camera and stuff. And it showed in the 1995 version. Um, there were some fights that were really, really good. Yeah. And then there were some fights that were just <laughs> straight up horrible. And I'm talking to you, Liu Kang versus Katana. <laughs> you know? Um but like I said, I, I thought that the 95 version did a better job with the plot than the 2021 version. What did you guys think about the original? I think that the original, it, it, it certainly has its high points. Um, I cannot say the same for the second movie. <laughs> I really can't. Um, and I haven't even seen the third one. And I actually really want to see that now. Um I think that um, the first movie, there, there were some, it, it was, there, there, were, there were definitely, it was a lot, like, like Walt said, it was very cohesive, but even then, the, there were some holes, like, uh, well, I mean, actually, now looking back at it, the, the, in 
in the original, Shang Tsung had this completely weird or odd fixation with Sonya Blade. But now that I'm looking back at it in retrospect, it actually speaks to the planning and preparation of that iteration of Shang Tsung because he eventually used it to his advantage, which is one thing I did not notice until I actually it actually like it, it, it really hit me there. Like, oh, so that's why he was that's why he had that's basically his ace in the hole. Because what what ends up happening is, uh, yes, there are some wins for uh, Earthrealm. There are more wins for Outworld. But eventually, once he sends out Goro, he's like, okay, well, this is going to be it. No one beats Goro. Come on. But then Johnny Cage beats Goro. Or rather, he wants to fight Goro. And he figures, oh, jack crap is gonna happen so uh, i'll entertain this but here's one thing i do want you to do if you if i allow you to fight goro now then i get to fight whoever i want for the last match and the reason why he picks on your blade is because she wasn't gonna win that fight against him and so well, uh, upon seeing that, I was like, huh, okay, so maybe this isn't as terrible as I thought it was, I, like revisiting it. I feel that the older movies are, aren't really given credit as uh, as much credit as it's due, because the first thing you see when, when, you, when you watch Mortal Kombat, the first thing uh, that comes into mind is that it's an older movie, and I don't think that really... It doesn't really pop into your head that this is an actual video game adaptation of a movie, and I it's it's just like so mind boggling because it's it's a really damn well it's a it's it's a really good um, video game adaptation of a movie, but it's not given credit, and I feel that I mean for example Shang Tsung, yes he was a little bit cringy and cliche right and all of top. that he was over the top right. Over the top, yes, cringy. I heartily yeah, disagree cringy. with you. That was he was cringy. I don't care. What I the? disagree with you. You are mine. That is the best. You are mine. That is the best part. And that's what it makes you cringe, though, right? It makes you cringe, but it's cringy. Not to me. It's cringy, but it's sort of funny. But Shang Tsung, I mean, he he probably had a better. This was probably a better Shang Tsung than twenty twenty one, right? I'd have to say. I Whoa. think uh, I think what you the the issue is is that the actor the actor that played the Shang Tsung in the original nineteen ninety five version, um, not that he understood the character, but he played it with gleeful over the topness, you know, and I I think he did it really really well. I think the twenty twenty one version. Um, of Shang, Shang, Shang Tsung was more subdued. He didn't have as much to do. Um, it was more the focus on the fighters and the fight team. And so those character studies in the 21 version were kind of pushed aside for the action, whereas the 95 version, you had a little more, more interplay with the characters, which, yeah. again, better plot, right? So I think that's that's the reason why. 
because it wasn't really even rushed that movie at least from what i saw the original 1995 because they actually took the time to oh this character uh i guess uh <laughs> but yeah i don't know how to how to explain it but it wasn't rushed and characters actually took they were actual they took the time to really flesh out characters such as Shang Tsung, who like like you said planned out things um johnny, johnny cage, cage who was watching like, his transformation yeah johnny cage like really started to get serious near the goro fight right mm-hmm. luke kang really started to learn about things even though he didn't really have the best character development in my opinion um raiden was just like yeah. there i mean he, he he reminds me of like one of those weird uh those uh those uh lead singers in rock bands that sing about Christianity and Nirvana, <laughs> right? Like Creed. Mm-hmm. But uh, yeah, honestly, I feel that there was a lot more character development there. So let me ask this question. Um, in terms of plot, do you find it interesting that the 21 version with all the lore that it had available to it kind of didn't lean on that? Whereas the 95 version, which was still done in an age where Mortal Kombat was really just starting. But yet, what do you find that the 95 version is more faithful to the storyline that's presented in the video games? Here's the thing. Both of these movies betray the lore in places. Wow, really? Because, first of all, Sub-Zero and Scorpion, unless they had their redemptive arc, there was no way they were ever going to work together. Now, and I guess that that speaks to Shang Tsung's power, but that was still not, no. So you're referring to the 95 movie, right? Yes. Mm -hmm. Uh... Going a little further, um, the Sonya uh, in the new. You know what? Actually, in the new, in the newer one, Sonya Blade's relationship with Kano. Um, yes, it, you had that that antagonism there that she's been chasing him for some time, but it didn't have the same depth because Kano wasn't... He wasn't the same because the most consistent stories about him have him being pitted against Sonya because he kills her partner. And that sets her on the path to just, like, hellblaze her way towards him. Mm-hmm. I didn't really have that here, and that was a little, I guess, from my standpoint that's what kind of made Sonya's character fall a little flat because yeah. she had no real passion it was more like hey this tournament stuff sounds interesting i want to learn more about it and that's okay but you're also taking away from you know part of what makes her so fiery they, they took away from her character a lot i mean for god's sakes when she okay Here's another thing that, that I hated in 2021, how they gained their powers, which was Arcana. Basically, if you killed somebody who had the mark, or if you were born with the mark, you were chosen for the tournament, and you had powers. So it was, like, so stupid to me that 
they did it because as you said that wasn't even i mean as you said before that wasn't even faithful really mm, there is some precedent but only in the very loosest sense the mark no there is no precedent for that i know that johnny cage gained powers right yes he did that was in mk10 uh i i don't i uh, really looking back at it now, I, I really don't like the... I mean, I... See, here's the thing. I'm torn. I like that they're changing it up a little bit, but at the same time, part of the allure of, like, the Mortal Kombat tournament is anyone can participate if they A, have the guts, and B, have the skill. And not everyone had the same skill sets or even tool sets. And that's what made them interesting fighters. But now you're giving them relatively all the same toolkits. And it's a li- it takes away from that diversity. Like Kano, for instance. He's supposed to have a technological laser eye. Mm-hmm. In this one, he just has a laser eye not mechanical whatsoever. It was his power. Sonya, she typically has arm wrist blasters, and that's the origin of the purple, that that purple attack. Mm -hmm. It's now just kind of like a sonic boom she can fire. Again, it takes away the diversity from it. Like, there are some people who I would prefer stick to the techie stuff, and some people who should still be very much admired in that fantasy aspect. And you, you, you know what's even worse? Sonya Blade, you had all these other characters who had their chance to shine with their powers, right? Kano, Kano finally learned how to use the laser eye, which was very controversial because of how he learned that and all of that, right? Um, and uh, what's his name? Which one? Uh, something young. Cole Young. Cole, Cole Young. Young, right? Cole Young, he he got his chance to shine against Gore, right? Sonya Blade, she was just, all she did was kill Kano, and look, I have powers. Well, she also killed Melina. She also killed Melina, but like, it's like, look, I have powers, and she doesn't proceed to use them at all, except for once or twice, right? Well, the only reason why they never really got to show more was because Sub-Zero separated them. I don't know. I just... So let me ask this question then. Um, We've all stated that the mark is the one that kind of gives you powers, right? In a sense. In a sense. In a sense. It allows you to bring bring the powers out. What exactly is Jax's power then? It looks like his power is a metal, metal... Oh, God. oh metallokinesis metal. or something like that. So he has the power to reshape metal and stuff like that because that wasn't really clear to me because you had the scene where he fought Sub-Zero in the 2021 version, right? And he he clearly loses his arms, which is kind of cool the way they did it, right? And yeah. And definitely within the character. But then they give him... 
he goes to Outworld and they give him the most flimsiest arms in like the history of. I mean, well, C three PO had better arms yeah, in the prequels than he did. To be lie. fair, as 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 good, I'm sure. Like I, I don't want to give into that stereotype. Oh, they're monks. They're they're not going to know much. They clearly had some technological mm-hmm. expertise, but it wasn't enough to give him the the full upgrade. So then I guess the power that he has is to be the ability to give himself the upgrade, <laughs> I guess, right? Is, yeah, is that what little, it is? It's a little weird. It's it's so I I think that's why, you know, we have a lot of problems with this new version is because some of the things aren't really thought out all that well, right? Yeah, just just the way they they go about developing this is it's a little it's awkward (laughs) so let's look at the differences in terms of ratings with um the old version and the new version because i find this super super interesting the 95 version has a rotten tomato score of 44 percent right but the metacritic so it's let me explain to our listeners the difference between rotten tomato scores and metacritic scores rotten tomato scores are not indicative of how well the movie does it's indicative of the amount of positive reviews you get so if the movie is reviewed positively six out of ten times it gets a 60 percent regardless of what the rating is so you can have a rating of like 50% and then like five ratings of zero, which brings the, the, the actual average down, but because it had more positive ratings, it's rated at a higher rate. Metacritic is more reflective of what people think because they take the average of the rating. So if you have a seven, a 70%, a 70%, you know, it'll come out 70 and they they give you the average. So in this one, for, there was 44% Rotten Tomatoes, which means 44% of the reviewers thought that it was a positive movie. The Metacritic score was 60%, which means the fans liked it much more. Okay? Mm-hmm. Fans and, and, you know, reviewers as, as so as an average 60%, you know, it, it was relatively well viewed, right? The new version, however, and this is where I find interesting, the Rotten Tomato score is 55%. So it was better. Right. So more people reviewed it positively. However, the Metacritic Yo. score is lower. How low? 44%. Whoa, that's like So people reversal. are giving it basically that's a weird. 4 out of 10. Right. Yeah. So the first movie, the, the Rotten Tomato score was less, but it seems like critics and fans liked the movie more as a whole. But the new version, it was it had more positive reviews, but the critics and fans liked it less. Yeah. Which is weird. Right. Yeah. And I, I think it speaks to that lore disconnect because especially now the lore is like way 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 more expanded than back then so 
you can't really make that basis. Oh, they don't have a lot of material to work off of. They have so much material yeah. to work off of. So let's talk about the lore because I think that's a thing that really has separated Mortal Kombat from maybe other fighting games, right? Um, at the beginning, the lore was kind of hinted at where, where like Mortal Kombat 1, 2, and 3, you had a semblance of a story mode, right? Yeah. But when did the lore really start getting fleshed out in the video games to the point where we're at Mortal Kombat 11 and it's like, you know, it's almost a movie in of itself, the amount of, you know, storyline that there is in the video games? Well... I can't speak to this very well because I most most of my knowledge is relegated towards 9, 10 and 11. But if I had to start somewhere, I'd probably go with Mortal Kombat Deception. M- maybe. Hmm. That to to my knowledge. Okay. Because that's where you start looking more at uh Oh, well, who's the guy behind Shang Tsung? Is there a guy behind Shang Tsung? Oh, and there's technically another guy even behind Shao Kahn, like way, way back then, because they, like I said in the, um, in the, oh God, I'm blanking, the check it, not the check in, God, <laughs> the, the, the mic check. The mic check. The, the, there was a ruler even before Shao Kahn, and his name is Onaga. Oh, Onaga. That's... And I find it interesting that in the lore, Shao Kahn decides not to fight him outright. He decides to poison him oh. inst- it's so that he can take the throne. Shao Kahn is just... Damn... But you know why? That's because he was afraid to fight him. <laughs> That's how strong he was. And just to give you an idea of how strong he was, according to the wiki, in, in he's regarded as basically the mouthpiece of the one being. And the one being is an entity that the Elder Gods basically chopped up to use to create the six realms. So you see stuff like that, that's where deception kind of like goes over and above with this stuff, where it kind of starts. Okay. I felt that, honestly, uh, all of this lore, I don't understand it, right? But here's one thing I do know, right? There's too much fan service for, for the 2021 movie, and I think that's what the 1995 did better. Fan service? Fan service for the new movie, of course. <coughs> Little Easter eggs uh, here. Easter eggs. The Shin- stuff like okay, that. we literally just talked about this. The amulet I mean, of Shinnok. It, it was shown there. That was insane. You can't just show something like that and just as a pass by because that represents the entire rest of the plot. Okay, well, yes, there is that. Well, Raicho, I believe he does play a, a huge part in the Mortal Kombat lore, right? I mean... He trains a lot of the White Lotus fighters, but um, because I remember meeting a comic book and he was actually pretty important in that. Well, he was important in that he guarded the Jinsei, which is basically like Earth's life force. 
Oh, yeah. So then it's probably that. But, like, there are so many Easter eggs here and there that you won't understand unless you're a fan. And then, not even just that, um, they did most of these fan service wrong because you had, like, Cabal come in. And, like, I felt that was completely unnecessary with characters such as that, who nobody would know. Well, see, here's why I think that they should have used a much they shouldn't have used as many characters as they should have they should have taken the time to maybe follow four or five not like 11 or 12 maybe four just to make it perfect yeah you have one guy going after them and three people on the defense you follow those three you develop them then you move on they used too many they had a juggling problem and I think that's where the movie starts to suffer because you're adding in all these cool little things. You had an allusion to Nightwolf. You had an allusion to the Amulet of Shinnok. You had an allusion to um, Bo Raicho. And Those again, murals on the wall. Yeah. That we saw. yeah. Uh, there was even a reference to the ancestor Kung Lao, I think, too. Mm-hmm. Like, again, I think that that would have been served. I mean, maybe there's setting up origin stories there, but honestly, those origin stories should have come first to set up the idea, like you said, of the Mortal Kombat tournament. And then you can start doing what you did here. But even what they did there was... And you know, the 1995 version, there wasn't one character that wasn't basically non-explained. Like you had, you basically got a, a some sort of like a little bit of a, a summary of uh, each character's backstory. I mean, Sh- Shao Kahn at the very beginning, yes, he was shown, but like then Raiden started to explain him. So there wasn't any character that was left out or anything important that was really left out. Yeah, they I took believe, the right? time to explain. Yeah, and they didn't just that... throw things in your face. Yeah, and that's not something that the 2021 did at all. Like, I, I, I appreciate them, but looking back at it, it would have been nice if, like, they they toss around that amulet casually. That's yeah. supposed to house an elder god. And that's why I'm saying it, it shouldn't have served a purpose as an Easter egg. That's not something you just pass by. Like, that should have been, that that's like an infinity gauntlet yes, that's Easter egg. Not, that's not something you just... It was literally out in the open. Like, he just picked it up like it was nothing. <laughs> yeah. It's a freaking amulet of Shinnok. Ah. I mean, unless they're going to change it up, I, I I think that's kind of a crappy move to pull. Oh, I'm sorry. Man. So, I, I get the sense that if, if we put... And tell me if I'm wrong with this. If we had taken the 95 movie and used the storyline from that, but then blended it in with the choreography, the fight scenes, and things of that nature with the new movie, would you get something close to a perfect Mortal Kombat movie right there? That yes. much closer, yes. Okay. I'd, I'd give that like probably a 9 out of 10 with really good special effects, better costumes, a uh, better set if you really want to, and like better choreography. So which one, that being said, which one... If you had a choice between watching both of these and knowing the lore the way that you guys do, which one did a better job of expressing a Mortal Kombat experience 
Not I'm not I'm not even talking about stories. I'm not even talking about fights. I'm talking about the overall Mortal Kombat feel that you get from the games. Which one of these two gave you a better Mortal Kombat experience? Surprising. I'm oh, sad to say that the 95 version yeah. does that better. Yeah. I'm sorry. And I know this was supposed to be like the Messiah movie that finally corrects everything and puts it straight. But it doesn't really do that. I'm sorry. It doesn't. And look, um, Mortal Kombat's gore doesn't describe Mortal Kombat. And I think that's like a really misconception of Mortal of Mortal Kombat movies. And all of that because they really try and focus on the gore and the violence more than just the actual story. And I think that 95 didn't even really have any gore. It was like very, okay, very well, yes, there is time. that. It was a different time, right? Yeah, it was and a yet, different time. And that's why I love it so much because it didn't even have to use the gore that Mortal Kombat games show. Uh, to actually express that it was a Mortal Mortal Kombat movie. That's an interesting point that you bring out because I think one of the things that people were excited about with the 2021 version was the fact that you're going to be able to see the fatalities and the brutal, gory fashion that the video games do. But yet, (laughs) here you are being a fan of those video games and saying that the 95 version, which showed practically no gore at all. I mean... The most that they did was when they first introduced um, Sub-Zero and he froze that guy and his head like fell oh. off and stuff like that. I think yeah. that's about the goriest thing that we got out of that. Definitely. Technically, you got Scorpion, too, even though he was a skeleton and it was lots of yeah. yeah, but I guess the point that I'm making is that you actually like the version that had almost no gore and thought that that was more faithful than... The one that literally showed like Kung Lao cut a person in half. Used buzzsaw. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? I find that interesting. That's disappointing about the 2021, really. <sighs> so, um, what do you th- what do you think happens with Mortal Kombat going forward? I mean, um, Mortal okay. Kombat 11 as a video game is still chugging along pretty good. You know, they're dropping DLCs all the time. I think the latest one had Rambo in it oh, and yeah. stuff. So they're they're dropping, you know, Rambo, Joker, Terminator was there at one point. You know, um, Harley Quinn, I believe. was no, Joker. Oh, I don't I think so. No. no? Okay. Maybe I'm confusing it. But they had Dark Side. Dark Side. What about Joker. Yeah, they Joker. had Joker too, but yeah. they also had Dark Side. Oh. And they also introduced 95 versions of the characters as well, right? As DLC. Yeah. Oh, and they had Robocop. Don't forget Robocop. Robocop. <laughs> so on the video game side, Mortal Kombat is still going on strong. What do you what do you think happens going forward with the WB version? Do you think we actually do get these four extra movies or do you think this movie is kind of this movie franchise is kind of dead on arrival? Oh, so it wasn't confirmed. No, no. I think I think what WB is doing very much like Godzilla versus Kong is that they're waiting to see the reaction of the fans to see if they green like further movies. On the Godzilla versus Kong front, it looks positive because Godzilla has been making a lot of money 
And so that might be a franchise that gets extended. Continue the MonsterVerse. There you go. Um, but I'm not so sure about Mortal Kombat. Well, what does it gross? Well, right now we don't know because it just came out this past Friday. Score is you know. nine million opening day. So that's not terrible. Wait, wait, is that? I don't. Here's the yeah, thing. I'm pretty sure. If they really want to succeed, I really think they need to take the time to go into the lore and not just make it like these one-off cameos. They need to take the time to explain and show and put it out there. And I think if they do make the second movie, the second movie, I think you got to give this movie a shot because it tried to do what it wanted to do. But now it's up to the second movie to really set the record straight. Is it going to fail or succeed? Do you like the actors that they put in place for these characters? Yeah, yeah of course. There, I do. Is there like one one guy that you think is totally out of place that shouldn't be there? No. No. Not really. So they're pretty good they are good. depictions, right? Yes. Yeah. It's just a story that kind of throws everything off. Yeah. They, they, they really have to hit that note by the second movie. Well, if they don't, then yes, I'd say this is not going to be a venture they pursue any further. Is the first movie that... Um, what's What's the word that I'm looking for? Is the first movie that much of a departure that it's kind of hard to bring it back to center for the second one? It's not It's not that hard. No, I don't think it's that much of a departure. I. They just need to recenter is all, I think. Because, I mean, sure, we kind of now have to deal with the whole marking situation. But as long as you can still deliver on the other aspects of the lore, I think you can make it work. I really do. As long as WB's making money, they'll, they'll sure as hell go for go for another movie. Because honestly, that's the only... I think that's... The, well, yes, it is one of the main reasons why a lot of movies are failing today. It's only about the money. Because 95, they actually... They sort of actually put in more more work just to make... Not just to make money, but just to make an actual good movie that any person or like any family would enjoy on a couch right and i have a feeling the next movie isn't gonna get any better and the movies after that unfortunately and i know that's very disappointing and i don't mean to uh get any people's hopes down whoever's uh listening to this but unfortunately it seems like that's where it's going because they already start off they already started off bad and I can't really see how they're how they're gonna go about all of this without rushing it. I mean, it's not unsalvageable. It's it's though. not unsalvageable, but it's definitely it's definitely not on the path to getting better. At least from what I think. Okay, so that's the film franchise. Let's talk about the video game franchise. Oh, okay. Yeah. Mortal Kombat 11 came out in 2019, and we've had DLCs up the yin yang. <laughs> not to uh, put a finer point on it, um, at that, in my opinion, have enhanced the game. I mean, do you agree with that? Uh, unfortunately, I haven't because I'm still trying to play through the story mode and I just haven't like had the chance really. But from what I've seen so, f- so far, even barring the 
the downloads. I still think narratively they're they're going to interesting places. Like I just read the wiki and it was kind of a spoiler, but oh, whatever. Uh, so I like where they're going, sort of. But um, even as far as the downloads go, I, I think. <laughs> It's not the downloads aren't like such a detriment to the. That's what Mortal Kombat does really well. You in the downloads are purely if you want it, you can get it. You don't need the game. To, you don't need the. You absolutely don't need them to play it. They're they're just these really cool things like hey, you want to play Rambo in the game? Download this download, and it's like ooh, I want to play Rambo in the game. That's worth my money. And you know what? Guess what? It is actually worth your money. Yeah, a lot of these things are. Um, we're talking about not just the story, right? I no, just I make- just, I, I mentioned the story for a little bit, but he was asking about the downloads. Oh, so about, I'm just going to put out everything, right? Okay. Right? We talked, we kind of sort of talked about this not too long ago, if you really think about it, in a, in another episode, right? I think it was Console Wars. Oh. Okay. We sort of went over this, but okay, I'm just going to put this out there. Mortal Kombat is an awesome game. It's, it is a legendary game, and a lot of the stuff that they put out is enjoyable. Uh, I'm sure many of the fans love, uh, love playing it still. Esports uh, actually holds tournaments for Their Mortal esports Kombat. community is thriving. Yeah, their esports community is thriving, just as you said it, right? And I think that Mortal Kombat is going to is going to places and will continue to go to places. However, here's the thing that I seem to notice with Mortal Kombat, and especially in these last few games, it seems to be like it's just redoing, uh, re reruns of. And I get it; it's the genre of the of the game. It's a fighting style game, but I feel that it could be changed a little bit. In okay. my opinion, right? how much? What are you gonna? What? Wait, wait, hold, hold on, on. Hold on. So before we continue, I, w- I want to get your reaction to this, and it's it's rumor, hasn't been confirmed as yet. Oh jeez! But there is a strong sense that Mortal Kombat will come back to consoles by 2023 in April. Mortal Kombat 12. Wait oh. for it. Onaga's Revenge. Oh no! <laughs> okay, forget forget what I said. Oh, They're going no. places. They are so going places. So forget again, it, forget it. this is an unconfirmed rumor, but there are certain sites out there that are referencing this. Um, Nether Realms has not officially announced it. There is a thought that maybe this October they will. But what are your thoughts if this is an actual thing? Oh God! <laughs> so, Discuss. oh man, that is gonna. Oh wow! Like, in terms of the story, now, oh my God, now I have to get to the end of eleven because I feel like, because what I learned recently, just reading on the Wikipedia, it, it kind of gave me like a, oh, so they were kind of re-exploring their past, and now it's like, now that you bring up the Onaga, it's like. Oh my god, yes. Oh my Yo. Yo, frick. Oh man. <laughs> I I I have to play through to the end now. I have to. Like 
So like I said, it's it's an unconfirmed rumor, but if you go on the internet, especially on fan sites like Fandom, that has an entire wiki page on uh, Mortal Kombat 12. I mean, you know, what? how do you think the story can progress from what you've known so far? And how do you think that this can be the next iteration? And mind, mind I ask, if you go on Reddit, a lot of people are speculating this might be the last version. Yeah, that Mortal would Kombat. make sense because Onaga is basically like a be-all, end-all type yeah. villain. Like, Shinnok is pretty big, no doubt. But this, like I told you guys before, this dude has been regarded as the mouthpiece of the one being. Yeah, bro. And especially with all this crap Kronika's been doing, because as far as I know from the Eleven story mode, she's trying to reset things. And part of probably resetting things is messing with the fact that certain people are dead and not dead and defeated and not defeated. Mm. Onaga was defeated in previous games, but her messing with crap could very easily undo that. And I would, and since she wants to bring everything back to the way it was, it would make sense too. If you get who's probably the living, uh, the living embodiment, more or less, of the one being. Oh, like, oh, my God. bro, I don't know much about the story, but I know this. Onaga, I mean, from the looks of him, he seems to be bad A, right? And honestly, yo, I can't wait for this because, but I gotta play through the story though. <laughs> that that sucks though. And you know what else sucks? I'm sad that this is the last Mortal Kombat game, and I know it's well, been a long run. Actually, I think that. I think it'd be fitting if it ends this way. Yeah, but I don't you know. You could still have other games. Like well, yeah. this can also this can also speak to your changing things up. Because now they don't necessarily have to follow the uh two characters on the other end of the game format. You can start releasing single story campaigns yeah. like Scorpion's backstory. Yo, yeah, I was thinking that this, too. Uh, right? Mortal Kombat, uh where they explore Outworld. And Shao Kahn conquering, like, Edenia. Yeah. You could do things like that that don't necessarily have to be the arcade-style one-on-one. You could start doing the different stuff now that they're ending this chapter of Mortal Kombat. I know. I sound like a hypocrite right now, right? But right as I was saying that uh, they need to change things up, now I'm missing the old ways, right? (laughs) It's just so... It's mind-boggling. Wow. Okay. What? What? I'm just saying. I'm just saying. Because, but even still, even so, I can't wait for them to take take the Mortal Kombat franchise places. Because, yo, this is what I've been wanting for a while. I I don't know too much about Mortal Kombat, but this is something that I definitely think would fit into the franchise. A samurai styled game. I don't remember what that game was called. What was that game that Walt used to play? Ghost of Tsushima. No, not Ghost. Bushido Blade. Bushido Blade. A, a game that's sort of styled like that. With Scorpion or Hanzo Hasashi and uh, Sub Zero in the olden days, and then you could progress through their through their through their journey, sort of like their rivalry over the years, sort of as like a nostalgia. Well, I mean, Sub Zero isn't that old. Well, yeah, but like they had their they had their days, right? Well, yeah, back in like but the no, they're not like ancient times types. Not ancient times. Can but... I can I throw a wild idea out there and see what you guys think? 
a Mortal Kombat RPG. Oh my well, yeah, gosh. That that's basically what you by ending the the arcade style, you can go into things like that. Well, wouldn't that be too much like Doom? Because no, that's the first thing that because pops into my head. You know what it'll be like? It'll be like Skyrim. Where you could choose oh, yeah. which realm you're from, make a character, and basically wade through the world of Mortal Kombat. Imagine um, that'd be pretty sick. What if it yo? This is a very, very crazy idea. Crazier than what Walt just said. A Quan Chi horror game. Revenants. <laughs> You're stuck in Netherrealm and you have to get out. That's, oh, that's, that's pretty gonna cool. That's going to be insane. There's a, there's a number of way that, ways that you can take the Mortal Kombat universe if Mortal Kombat 12 is the last iteration. Bro, Netherrealm better be listening right now. They better be listening, bro. And I don't... Yo, if you are listening, please don't end the franchise. Franchise. Yes, there are twelve games, but like this is this is a legendary game, and I don't think it deserves to come to an end very soon. This soon, right? Me personally, I would love to see an uh, RPG. There was an RPG before that was made by Bioware called Jade Empire, and in that one, it was about it was literally about martial arts and stuff. And so, I see a way where you can you can like like. Um, AJ said, you can create a character and live within the realm of Mortal Kombat where you're you're basically a character that's kind of going and reliving the, the 10 tournaments throughout, you know? Well, I wasn't even thinking necessarily that. Because you know how Mortal Kombat 10, that doesn't necessarily revolve around a tournament. That's just what happened after the 10th tournament hmm. and following what happened after Shinnok invaded. Hmm. You could basically be in a time like that where, oh, well, you can make a decision that accidentally uh, pisses off Onaga in Yo. his sleep. Or you could join the Lin Kuei and start and start up beef with the Shirai Ryu again. Yo, yo. <laughs> like stuff like that. Get this. Uh, not an RPG rpg game i don't know what it would be maybe third person i don't know but like you know what's this what's this dude's name he's in mortal kombat x the cowboy aaron black aaron black you could have a wild west themed in the over in in the other world right outworld 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 wild west aaron black my guy that sounds a uh, freaking amazing bro that's that would not, be pretty cool. Oh, there's so many. But to your point about whether they should end it or not, honestly, I kind of think they should. Well, because for, it's like you said, at some point they're gonna start recycling stories. Well, no, I'm talking about like I'm talking about the whole franchise as a whole. Like, no, you still I think they're spin-off. just ending this run. Yeah, I know this run of the game. Yeah, they can, not period. They could end this run of the game, but I'm talking about like the whole franchise, the whole MK universe. They shouldn't end that. I feel like at least come out with a few more spinoff games, right? Or like a spinoff game or well, so. Basically all the stuff we've been talking yeah, about. Yeah, all the stuff that we've been talking about. But yeah. let's just hope that they they don't end the MK universe. No, they they wouldn't let a cash cow like that go. I don't know. That's right. like saying they're going to discontinue Halo. Well, NetherRealm seems to be the type of company that doesn't go for the money necessarily. Well, I mean, yes, there's that. But, like, again, that's like canceling Halo. You don't just up and decide to do that. Okay, okay. So do we want to give ratings on the movies? 
Sure. Oh, shoot. So let's start with, which one do we start with? I think we should start with 2021. All right, let's go. Actually, you know what? 95. Yeah, we want to save the worst for last. <laughs> Ouch. All righty then. Okay. <laughs> okay, so 1995, I give that movie a solid seven and a half, seven. Yeah. In, that, in that realm, I, I think the plot line was was pretty good, especially in retrospect. Um, I think the special effects, especially now, are you know a little bit wanting and stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, fight choreography, not the best, but again, it gave you a better sense of what Mortal Kombat really should be. And we get the tournament actually in that movie, hmm. you know. So I'll I'll give it a seven. I, I think it rates a solid seven. Um, I, you know what? I'm gonna give the 2021 rating as well. That okay. Would be yeah, that's that's yeah. actually how I was imagining. That. I think that's what I want to do. So, um, with the Mortal Kombat movie, I think, in relative terms to the '95 original adaptation. Um, far superior in terms of choreography, obviously in special effects, but the plot is lacking. Um, the characters are, there's too many characters trying to serve one plot. And so for that, I'll give that one a six. It's an enjoyable movie because of the fights, but a lot of the plot didn't make a lot of sense to me. So um, I'll give the Mortal Kombat a seven. And the newer one is six. What do you guys think? AJ? So, I... Okay. The 95, I'm actually going to give that a 7.5. And again, for a lot of the same reasons you said. Uh, In a sense, it's a little truer to Mortal Kombat than the newer one, but only in some respects. Um, had a more solid storyline, <laughs> as flimsy as even that one is, and just I I had a I was I had a much better I had a bigger blast watching that one honestly you yeah. know like a, just Shang Tsung eats up the screen in that movie your yeah. soul is mine. <laughs> Yeah. While you looking directly it. at the camera, yeah. right? It's <laughs> great. There's no other word for it. And just again, they took the time to actually follow the characters, what their strengths are, what their weaknesses are, what reservations and whatnot that they have, their motivations. Like it just did a better job overall. So that's why I give that a 7.5. On the flip side, with 2021, again, like you said, better choreography. You got the gore. God, I, I loved when he did the buzzsaw. That was so awesome. Um, but again, the some characters dying when they shouldn't have, although some again I can see why they're doing it and what they might be setting up. But Goro, just, no, that that was a horrible. Move. It was unacceptable. Yeah, 
just the way they handled him was it was criminal. Um, just like, and then the whole situation with the mark. Like again, I know you want to change it up, but like I don't know. To me, that was in like poor taste, especially going in with the notion that everyone has something different to bring to the fight. If everyone now has the same thing to bring to the fight, I mean, yes, there's still variation, but how much variation is there truly? You know, like, I feel like that took away from that. And so I'm going to give 2021 a seven. Wow, that's... Okay. I'm I'm honestly surprised. Because again, while I did enjoy it, now that I'm looking back on it, I kinda feel it's odd that I like the version that so that's supposedly supposed to be the worst one, <laughs> as opposed to the newer one, which is supposed to be directly influenced by the guys that uh oversee the game. Like for this one, Ed Boone was directly involved, so I'm kind of trying to figure out what, crazy what really happened it. here. Yeah, I know. <laughs> and so I, I, I'm kind of like with you because my my regular rating is higher for the 2021, but when I put it in relation to the 1995, it takes a hit just because of those reasons. Right? Yeah. So you know, I have two different ratings when it comes to 2021. If I'm just rating it alone. I rated a little bit higher because it was enjoyable. Yeah. But when I rated against the 1995, I can't give it the same rating because there is clearly a difference. Eli, um, I'm. Okay. You are notorious with your ratings and. and Yeah. The savagery this that one, you have with with rating stuff. So this one is gonna be. Uh, you're going to uh, this. This is going to be uh, a fatality. Yes, <laughs> some one movie of, in terms of ratings. It's one movie. All right, Eli, Ready? finish him. <laughs> that was perfect timing there, right? Um, the 1995 movie. Uh, there's no other words to say for it. It's iconic. The storyline was great. I don't. It, I don't think it got the credit it deserved. I mean, for for a um, for a video game adaptation, that was practically perfect. Other than its corniness and and all that, right? But uh, Shang Tsung was awesome. The villains were portrayed well. Um, Scorpion Sub Zero. I mean, yeah, they were just side pieces in this movie. I I don't really get that, but. It's 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 what it is, right? Twenty twenty one movie, absolutely horrible. It's horrendous. I don't want to watch the movie again. Uh, Goro, he sucked. Kung Lao, he died within like he died so easily. Jax Briggs wasn't even there for most of the movie. Well, to be fair, the person he ended up dying to, it's not. Yeah, I know, but anyway, Sonya Blade. Just no words to describe than just dull and boring. Uh, Kano, uh, can I? Yeah, can I actually just say Kano was surprisingly enjoyable in this he, movie? Okay, here's the thing about that he was more enjoyable, but there's just one thing that I don't like was the fact that he was sort of racist. Oh, well, 
there right? is he was that. he was he was a little bit racist like that kind of seems to fit kano's yeah but i know but it's like yeah, I it's kinda, i know it's 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 it, problematic in, in this day and age and stuff but you know so kano takes a hit from that i will say that right um raiden uh he was just out of completely out of character. Yeah, can I just say that that's something else I wanted to touch upon. Raiden was a very different in the 2021 because generally throughout the series, he's the type to more or less hold your hand through the thing. Yeah. This one was a very well screw you, figure it out yourself, right? You 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 don't belong here. You're you're a warrior, but get out of here. You don't even have the right marking. Whatever, bro. Yeah. Like, it, he was, it was very odd. It's it's like the problem you guys probably had with Luke Skywalker being so jaded is kind of the problem I have with Raiden here. Yeah, he, he kind of, his tact of motivating you was kind of like downgrading you. Yeah. You know, like well, denigrating you and stuff. I like the way they do Luke Skywalker, though. Well, yeah, I, I'm, again, I liked that, but to the people to whose the points rating. to the point of the people who didn't like that that's how i feel about rating oh, well, yeah i i agree right um the concepts sucked you have arcana which oh my god don't even get me started on that so many okay plot points galore right you have all of that and it's just the worst movie and okay you guys ready for this God. 1995. 1995. Get a one. 1995, right? Eight. Okay. I can see that. I mean, 8.5. Oh, okay. Okay. That is a high mark. Yes. Right? Here we go. The new Orion. <laughs> you guys ready? It's going to be a one or a two. I'm calling it. He's going gonna, he's gonna to take the, the head and rip it out of the spine. You know? Oh, rip God. the spine out. All right. 3.5. It oh, was okay. a little bit better than you guys okay. were expecting, but it's still that's still pretty bad. It's still <laughs> it's half the half the, more than half. I mean, less than half. That is a very movie. failing grade. Yeah, that's a failing grade either way, right? Mm-hmm. There you go. There you go. Um, Eli with the fatality, the extreme fatality. I didn't go for a brutality this time though. No brutality. I, you gave the 1995 version of babality or a friendship. <laughs> a friendship. <laughs> <laughs> but it's all good. All right. So that's going to wrap up this episode of the Cross Gen Podcast. Um, I want to thank everybody for, you know. Uh, for stuff. Stuff. And for watching. No, not watching. Listening. I mean, oh, my God. <laughs> for listening. Yes. yes listening in listening. on this crazy podcast you are watching the sound bite go up and down as our voices continue to animate your earbuds yeah there you go so um we touched upon the 2021 version of mortal Kombat. we did 1995's original adaptation we touched upon the lore of the video games including mk11 and we talked about the possibility of MK12 maybe in about a year or two from now. And where they could take it. And where they could take it. it. So I think this yeah. Mortal Kombat, it was a serious discussion, but it is Mortal Kombat, and it should be serious. 
yeah, Mortal Kombat is not taken lightly here. Not in this household. Nope. nope. So, again, thank you for joining us. Um, I do want to remind you that uh, please rate, review, and subscribe to the show. And on that note, I'm going to say um, this was a flawless victory. My name is Walt. This is Onaga AJ. Eli Briggs. No, no. Eli Briggs. That's interesting. Eli Blade. Blade. Eli Blade. I need to find out. Oh wait, Night Eli. No, Eli Wolf. No, Night Night Lie Wolf. No. How Night about Wolf. How yes. about Eliga? Oh. <laughs> Eli Khan. Eli Khan. Shao Eli. No. No, I like Eli Khan. Yeah. Eli Khan works. Eli Khan. The Khanum of Outworld. Uh oh yeah. Yeah, man. We got okay. I know this is getting boring and it's getting <laughs> annoying, but we need to have one for like every specific podcast, right? That would be cool, right? Or maybe not. I don't know. It all, all right, depends. So how do you do this for Mortal Kombat? Mm-hmm. May yeah. the may the X button something or other. What's <laughs> <laughs> the X button? What? On the controller. Oh. Right? Cross gen X button. Oh, X button. See what I'm oh. trying to get at? I guess that didn't work. All right. May, may the may our paths cross again, so that we might test our might. Ooh. So I may like we test our one. might again. I no, like that no. one. No. Yeah. No. Yes? Yeah. Yeah. That may works? our paths cross again, so we may, so that we might test our might. fatality. No, so that we might brutality. Te- no, so that we might test te- your might. Well, yes, they Mortal Combat. Mortal Combat. Babality. Babality. Friendship. Why they? Why did they add that? That's what I'm wondering. Well, that's actually good that they add that because you know how there'll be there'll be those like Karens, Karens out there that Karens. are like they're encouraging violence. Well, you can't really Karens. encourage violence with a babality. Karen or a friendship. Get away, Karens. Were they named Karens or like what just happened there? Like, why is it Karen? Why does it have to be Karen? Like, what if they did like. It just, I I guess it's one of of those things that just stuck. Larry. Larry. Or Barry. A Barry. I don't know. (laughs) All right. Later, people. Later. Later. (laughs) What was that at the end? I don't know.